0: Mercedes, an incredible day, the resignation of Andrew Shear, And initially, I think it was people thought that he was resigning because he didn't have the backing. He didn't have the leadership uh, qualities he needed. And maybe he had that walk in the snow moment. And then you reported some very serious allegations. What did you learn?
1: So I have multiple uh, conservative sources telling me that Andrew Shear was being reimbursed by the party. Uh, for the cost of his children's public, uh, pardon me, private school. So he's been sending his children to private school here in Ottawa and basically party funds were being used to reimburse him for that expense uh, and i have multiple sources telling me that that was not an expense that the party fund was aware uh... was receiving money that they had not signed off or approved on it being used for his children's private school and that this created a, a huge ruckus within the party demands for his resignation uh... demands for the party president's resignation today of course andrew shear stepped down and resigned Um i can tell you that his office is saying that there's there's this is false uh that it was because he had family obligations and because they were concerned uh about the strain it was putting on the family all the things he said when he stood up in the house of commons and i have no doubt that those things are true as well it is very very tough to go through a leadership race like that uh pardon me an election like that it's very tough uh to go through the kind of attacks and backstabbing that he has since that but again i have multiple sources who are telling me that there was outrage inside the party uh, and inside the conservative fund in particular, which is all of the money, when they found out that the conservative leader was being reimbursed for the cost of his children's private school.
0: Which uh, takes this story in a totally different uh, direction, because if the allegations are true, this would be considered, I think, a theft. Does this then turn into a criminal matter?
1: I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know that there's anything uh, in terms of that, and I wouldn't want to comment on it. All we know at this point is that I have multiple sources who are telling me they're not happy with the fact that the fund didn't know that people who sit on the Conservative Fund are outraged that they were not aware of this, uh, or that's what the, the sources are saying, that they were not aware of this, um, and that that really blew up and imploded within the last few days inside the party, in part because there is the concern about the public facing, what people are saying and how they're presenting themselves, and the private facing. And if you're saying, I'm the average everyday person and I understand it, but you're getting help paying for your children's private school, you have a real problem there in terms of credibility. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people inside the conservative caucus who I've been hearing from who are very angry right now.
0: Well, I bet they are. Um- because it's a betrayal, if it's true, uh, of everything that, the, that he said he stood for. I mean, first you had the citizenship issue. You had these issues of trust and mistrust on the campaign trail. But this would be a loss of trust by the donors. And donors had already been saying that they would not put any money into the party as long as he was leader. And so there's going to be a huge problem for the party in gaining trust.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, and how does he stay on as interim leader now is the other question. And he'd said that he plans to, but I know that I'm hearing from members of caucus already that there are people who are saying that they... Uh, do not think he should be able to stay on as interim leader, that they're too angry, that they think this makes them a huge target and they're they're not happy about the fact um, that they didn't know about this. So you, you, what happens in terms of that immediate future as well as the further future, um, the resignation today was a surprise. We were not expecting that resignation. I started to hear some buzzing in Ottawa last night that there was something on Andrew Shear. That's when we started digging into the story to try to find out was it true that he was potentially... I was told he would not last until Christmas. Uh, There was not a sense it would be quite this imminent. Um, But the sources I was talking to were implying to me that it was something significant enough that they believed it was completely unsurvivable as leader. Um, And then this morning we were able to confirm with multiple sources that story about um, the use of party funds or him being reimbursed with party funds to pay for uh, part of his children's private school education.
0: No question. There are many working against Andrew Shear. There are a couple of grassroots uh, campaigns working against him to oust uh, him. So there are a lot of people with very sharp knives uh, that, you know, could have and would have and will be very happy that he has gone, at least from the leadership position.
1: He, there is certainly lots of people with the knives out for him, lots of people who said they were going to find a way to get rid of him one way or another. Um, is that where this came from? Uh, initially, well, somebody who knew about this, uh, word got out, and it was a pretty tightly held uh, piece of information considering, allegedly, according to sources, the people sitting on the fund themselves didn't even know that the money was going to this. Um, and I've talked to a couple of people who were aware of, of what was happening and very uncomfortable with it. So it's it 's a real problem for him, and um, it 's a problem for the party as well now the the upside from some of the sort of party perspective on this is that those who wanted to get rid of Andrew Shear wanted to do it sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. so they could start the search for a new leader. That has now happened. But obviously uh, this is very damaging and and once this was evident, um, people who I've spoken to inside the party who were aware of this story and said that people in the party were demanding his resignation who knew about it before it broke saying, look, we've got to get him out before the story breaks because if the story breaks, it will force his resignation. Um, There's saying that this was a, a key element in that.
0: Okay, so now we've got a deputy leader, Leona Alislev. You know, 14 months ago she was a liberal. Does that mean she takes over? Is she going to be the one that has to rebuild and pull this party together?
1: Well he's still the interim leader. So Andrew Shear is still in place right now. Whether he can stay in that place as the interim leader until the leadership competition is the big question, but it's, it's still in his hands at this point, and then they will choose a new leader at the leadership convention, and uh, we're still trying to get information on exactly what that's going to look like, when it's going to happen, um, how fast can they do it, all those kinds of questions now. And you can imagine all those campaigns that were kind of sniffing around and kicking the tires to see if maybe they might run are going into high gear right absolute, now. Well, there's not just
0: blood in the water, there's blood and chum in every other morsel you could eat. I mean, they will move very quickly, and if these allegations of you know, when they start to surface, it would be very difficult for him to stay on much past today or tomorrow. Uh, well, we'll
1: see. Um, it's interesting to me that his office is still trying to deny that his resignation was in any way leaked to this information, that um, it was somehow a decision that he suddenly made when, in fact, the pressure had seemed less in previous days than it did for the weeks before, when they had insisted that it, he absolutely was going to stay on until April. Um, To my knowledge, this information coming forward was the only thing that has changed. There could be a lot more I don't know about, Um, but certainly we were kind of commenting in Ottawa that the criticism seemed to have died down and then suddenly he stands up and resigns today.
0: Right. And so the question then becomes who's going to take over because You know, if if the Trudeau side are are looking at this like a great opportunity, I mean, to get a new leader in now is actually a really good thing for the Conservatives and could be very bad news for Mr. Trudeau. But there are a number of names that will uh, start floating around. Uh, uh, There'll be Rona Ambrose. There will be... Aaron O'Toole, of course, there will be Peter McKay, who would be the obvious because he speaks the, probably the best French, um, and maybe a Brad Wall. Who do you see uh, coming into the fray of, of trying to grasp that leadership?
1: Uh, well, I mean, it could be Aaron O'Toole. He's the name that's been kicked around a lot. It could be Peter McKay. It could be a, a whole lot of people who've been looking at Pierre Polyev, Michelle Rempel. Uh, we'll find out because none of those campaigns will actually have to come forward into fruition and we'll have to figure out um, who's sort of just talking about running and who's seriously considering running.
0: Right. And, and there is, though, the, the, the risk of a split in the party. I mean, there is still a social conservative branch of the party. There's no question that whoever's the new leader would have to be a progressive, bring it more to the center. And therefore, there's a threat to the party that someone like a Brad Trost could come in and split this party.
1: Uh, there's still absolutely a threat to the party. There's going to be people who are very angry that this information came out who are going to, and I'm, I'm already hearing from them, who believe that this is people in the party who don't like Andrew Shear trying to make him look bad. And that it's that it's unfair. And and that camp will still be the social conservative camp. And there is still a very strong social conservative camp in the party. There's also a red Tory camp. And so where does the party go? I think all of them know they need to find some kind of unity here in terms of moving forward. Uh, But it could be a very nasty leadership race, depending on who decides to run uh, and the kind of personalities behind them.
0: Right. And so, look, going back to the point as to who who would take over, I mean, we talked about Aaron O'Toole, you know, he did run the last time, and he just had a very successful uh, motion pass the first time that they were able to defeat the Liberals in their very first uh, motion. Um, he would be seen, I think, as one of the big frontrunners, no?
1: Um, absolutely. It's, it's in, entirely possible. He's one of the front runners. Um, it'll be really interesting to see sort of who's willing to put their hat in the ring, how quickly, because there's also going to be a sense that if you say too much too quickly, um, you are potentially looking uncouth, right? <laughs> so it'll be the scramble between trying to get people into your camp as soon as possible. Um, and uh, be honest, before they start thinking about that, they need to figure out if he can stay on as interim leader, because that's his plan. But there are people in caucus that are saying that that can't happen.
0: Right. Well, you know, and then, of course, the trust uh, factor. And once you've heard allegations, uh, you know, of taking money, you know, the last couple of years, last year has been all about SNC, all about breaking rules, the rule of law. And so the finger pointing on from the opposition is going to be like, who are you? You're no better. Uh, So there there are there's issues that the party is going to have to, you know, they're going to have to clean themselves off uh, if these allegations prove true.
1: Yeah, it'll, and, and we'll have to see. I mean, what exactly, how is the money being used? Where did the money come from? How much? Uh, we don't have answers to that kind of stuff yet. And so that will clarify it too as well.
0: Mercedes, just before we let you go, what do you make of the comment that Mr. Shear made when he, he announced his resignation when he talked about family concerns?
1: Oh, I think that those are true. Um, I, I think that it's very hard on a family. And, and whatever you think of somebody politically or their views, it doesn't matter if it's the Shears or the Trudeaus. Um it's very tough. It's really tough on the kids. It's tough on the spouses. It's tough on the families. You're traveling all the time. There's tremendous stress. Uh, you're a public target constantly, and especially when you have your own people stabbing you in the back like uh, Andrew Shear has over past weeks, that's very, very difficult. Um, so it, it's a situation where... It, I think there is a legitimate family issue. Um, Was that the sole reason for his resignation is the question. Um, But it is unquestionably difficult on the families to be involved in politics at this level. And and it's a blood sport. It's not something that um, is particularly enjoyable unless you really have a stomach for it. And what a couple of Conservatives have said to me uh, before Mr. Hears' resignation was that they didn't think that he had the stomach for the kind of guerrilla war that was coming and that they believed he would resign because it, it was going to be so nasty. And whatever people think of Mr. Shear as a leader, most conservatives actually like him quite a bit as a person. Yeah. They think he's a nice guy, uh, and they sort of thought that nice guy persona was not going to be somebody who would want to stay and fight the kind of fight he'd have to do.
0: Right. You know, the, the, the shear we saw in this campaign was not the Andrew Shear that we met as the Speaker of the House, who was a really likable guy, a good sense of humor. Uh, and it's unfortunate that side did not come out, but nonetheless, uh, pretty explosive allegations, terrific work in uncovering them, Mercedes, and we'll wait to see what the next chapter that you dig up for us. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you.